When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Avery Johnson finds Mario Eli. His set shot from the head of the key is good. Welcome to the Sound of Spurs podcast. I'm Bill Schoening, the longtime radio voice of the Spurs. This edition brought to you by Self Financial. And talk about big-time guys. We couldn't have the Sound of Spurs podcast without number 17 in your program, number one in your heart. I just said that to Sean Elliott last week. He was number 32. Uh, the pride of New York City, a member of the New York Basketball Hall of Fame, right? And uh, Mario Ellie is with us. And, uh, wow, great to have you. Uh, a little bit later on this evening, you're going to hear the cheers from the crowd here in San Antonio. So uh, that must be a special moment for you coming up. Absolutely. Got great history with this great organization as, for, uh, as a player and a coach. I want to thank uh, RC and Pop for getting my coaching career started because those were the first guys to call me when I retired from this great game of basketball. And, uh they piqued my interest, and uh, I thank the Spurs for getting me started in my coaching journey. Oh, that's how I got to know you as an assistant coach in those early years for me. And uh, so you got to see guys like Manu and Tony Parker kind of grow up. You know what's funny, uh, Bill? Uh, I go through my head. There's a couple. There's three guys in the league that I played with and I coached. Uh, Tim Duncan, <laughs> Cliff Robinson, God bless him, RP, and Jason Kidd. So that's pretty interesting dynamic to actually play with a guy and then end up coaching him. And I was one of the guys who would, you know, when I was on the Spurs coaching staff, who would warm up Tim. I'm like, man, and he would not take it easy on me. I tried to stop him from posting up, and Tim would just kill me off the glass all day. Uh, only because he had the size advantage, not, not, not the heart advantage. That's yeah. it. That's well, it. Uh, let's start the journey in the beginning because you're a New Yorker through and through, and that really is part of what makes Mario Welly uh, a successful basketball player because you did not have an easy, smooth path to the NBA, my friend. It was tough. And then growing up in the streets of New York, you had to be tough to even get on the court to play. You lose in New York City, you're not going to get on the court the rest of the day. So that's the kind of mentality I grew up with. Game point would take 50 minutes because nobody would give in. Uh, guys were getting pushed into the fans. So a game point in New York City will last an hour because nobody wanted to get off the court. So that's where I sort of get my competitive edge. 
uh, me being a seventh round pick, me going Division Two, me playing in Ireland and Portugal. So that sort of build up my character. I didn't even know they had a league in Ireland, to be honest with you. <laughs> so much fun, Bill. You got to go. And it's funny. I tweet sometimes that I want to go back out there. And my Irish people remember me. I get like four or 500 retweets. I do eventually definitely want to go back out to Dublin. I had a blast out there. Well, you know, it's funny because so many players, we talk about the journey, and you went overseas, and you saw some things overseas. And I think for American guys that go overseas and see a different culture, uh, learn about different food, different language, uh, and you were the type of guy that uh, liked to embrace that. I know you speak several different languages, so uh, that must have been a real learning experience for you. And especially growing up in New York, Sean, like you mentioned, New York is great culture. I grew up with Spanish, white. Russian. It was wonderful growing up with different nationalities and having different friends with different nationalities. So when I went overseas, like you mentioned, the adjustment was easy for me. You know, and uh, how fun is it to play basketball, get paid, and see the world at the same time? So that was my mindset. Always had NBA in the back of my mind, Bill, but I wanted to see the world, make some money, and have some fun. Right, and you also came back and played in the CBA, which I guess is kind of the equivalent to what the G League is now. What was the CBA like back then? It was very tough. Uh, it was uh, the salaries were god awful. We get twenty five <laughs> bucks a day to eat. I remember me and my couple teammates in Grand Rapids, Michigan, stealing tips off the bar and Bob Evans. I'm like, we were poor back then, Bill, but we were driven. We had a lot of good players: John Starks, Anthony Mason. God bless him. We were sort of the top guys coming out to CBA, and we were all used to talk all the time. When we get up to the NBA, we're not coming back down. And the CBA had some coaches back there. George Carl, I believe, coached. Uh, I think Phil Jackson might have been a coach in that league. I was blessed because my second year uh, in the CBA, George Carl was my head coach, and uh, Terry Stotts was the assistant. So I basically had two NBA head coaches on my staff. Those guys saw something in me. And everything just happened to me that year when those guys were on the staff. Let's fast forward a little bit. I think the first team to actually give you a look was Philadelphia, right? Yes. Uh, great experience uh, playing with the great Charles Barkley. Uh, he, was, uh, he was a little pissed at Philly at that time. He wanted out. But I remember uh, meeting him in Phoenix. That was my sort of first game playing the Suns, Kevin Johnson, Tom Chambers. We got our butts whipped, Bill. I remember putting on, getting out there for scrub time. But the thing I did remember was Barkley just punishing Tom Chambers, having 45 that night. I said, this dude here is the real deal, and he's my size. Yeah, exactly right. He's not much taller than 6'5", yeah. is he? Just a terrific player, but even better human being. Yeah, but you eventually caught on with the Houston Rockets. Uh, I've gotten to know Rudy T. through the years. Uh, he's the same kind of guy as you, right? He's a tough guy. He's a Detroit guy. Uh, so did you guys hit it off right away? Absolutely. And it's funny how I got there. I was playing with the Blazers uh, at the, at the time, and Rudy said him and the coaching staff had a night off on the road one time and were watching some NBA basketball, and the Blazers were on. And he's like, this kid, number 17, I think he could fit well in our, you know, because Clyde was hurt a lot that year, that the one year I was with the Blazers. So I was getting a lot of playing time off the bench, and I was very productive, you know. Got a chance to play with my buddy Rod Strickland, fellow New Yorker. <laughs> so he was always looking for me when we played together. So Rudy said, man, this guy would be great. And I remember that uh, that summer, Sean's. I went to set the Bay Area to see a couple of friends driving back. My phone rings. Mario, you've been traded. I'm like, man, where? They said to Houston. I'm like, man, I'm going to play with Akeem Olajuwon? <laughs> you talking about who packed pack so quick, Sean's? I was out of Portland in maybe a day and a half. I was gone. 
down I-45 to Houston, Texas. I've heard it said, Mario, that you were the missing piece of that puzzle because they're trying to put a championship team together. And, uh, you know, you might not have been the leading scorer, but uh, you brought the energy, the defensive intensity, uh, the junkyard dog mentality. You got that nickname, of course. But uh, did you feel like you were filling a void in that department? It was, it was funny you say that, Sean, because I, I went to training camp when I got traded down there. I remember uh, playing with the Blazers, going up to Seattle to see that game seven, Houston and um, and uh, Seattle. They lost in overtime. I'm like, man, this team, they go, especially with the way Elijah was playing at the time, I said, this team's going to be special. And to get that call and, you know, myself, Sam Cassell, uh, Vernon Maxwell, Kenny Smith, and Scotty Brooks, that's a pretty damn good tandem of guards right there, especially with the big fella underneath, Otis Thorpe, Robert Ory. So uh, we felt really good about that team and how lucky I am to get traded there and win two championships immediately. And, of course, your value as a part of the championship team uh, was seen by the Spurs, who are also looking for that missing spark, that missing energy, and you immediately uh, caught on here. It was great because me and Avery was friends, so uh, I was sort of a free agent. Didn't leave Houston, you know, on a good note. So, I, I, you know, I was looking to go somewhere else and start over. And Avery said, "Would you come down here with us?" So, it was between San Antonio, I think, and Minnesota at the time. So, I chose the Spurs and like what I saw. Um, training camp it was the lockout season, right. so I remember coming in and Jaron Jackson was the starting two guard. And I told Avery, I said, "Give me three weeks. <laughs> That's gonna be my job." And uh, I think we started off six and nine, and Popovich came in and like. There's a change in the starting lineup. We're going to start Mario. We went 14-1 and one after that. Win the championship, Sean. You know, the rest is history. We're down at the Riverwalk, just going crazy. Pop is just going nuts on the Riverwalk. So just fun times, just fun times. Yeah. Avery is the type of guy, I've seen so many interviews with him. I did an interview with him the night of the 50th anniversary over the Alamo Dome, and he's always positive. He's always upbeat. And I guess as a, as a point guard and one of the leaders of the team, uh, that's good to have. But did you kind of counter him a little bit in the locker room? Absolutely, because he was just the nicest guy and shaking everybody's hand and kumbaya. I'm like, dude, he's the enemy. You got time to fellowship in the summertime. Shans, I got him so locked in, Shans. One time we were in the finals, Avery would take his chair and sit by himself in the shower. He would not talk to nobody. He was so focused, and I'm like, Yes, I want him over. I want him over. And that's what we needed from him. We needed that toughness and edge from him at the point guard position. And I remember the Portland series, the disrespect Damon Stoudemire said about Avery that San Antonio would never win a championship with him at the point guard. And so what happens in the Western Conference, Avery Johnson dominates Damon Stoudemire and we bring the brooms out, Sean's, and send them home. Packing. <laughs> You're part of the Memorial Day miracle. Into Sean Elliott. He fires the three and hits it. His sixth of the game. What a shot. Oh, it looked like he was going to step out of bounds. He caught it and tight broke the sideline. What a shot. Uh, what do you remember about that play? Because the thing that freaks me out the most, Mario, is how well Rasheed Wallace defended that shot by Sean. I just tell Sean, I was Joe Montana. He was Jerry Rice. <laughs> it's the funny you say that, Sean, because I had to put a little more mustard because I see that uh, uh, Stacey Augman read the play. He's like, okay, they're going to the corner. So I guess somebody did a good job of just getting a piece of him. I had to throw a little 
extra mustard on that pass. I'm surprised Sean caught it. Stacy missed it. I'm like, woo. First, first mine uh, <laughs> avoided. Then here comes Rasheed Wallace, like you said. If Sean Elliott is 6'5", that shot is blocked. It's because Sean Elliott is 6'8", <laughs> on his tippy toes. That shot don't get blocked. And to come back and win that game being down 20, we sort of broke their back after that game and went on and swept them. Yeah, certain games and championship seasons uh, define what is going to happen down the line, and I guess that might have been it for you guys? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Look at that Blazer team. Rasheed Wallace, Avia Sabonis, Brian Grant, Walt Williams, Jimmy Jackson, Greg Anthony, mm-hmm. Greg Grant, J.R. Ryder. I mean, Jimmy Jackson is like maybe 10 first-round picks on that team. But we handled them. I mean, we just had a great system. We had great camaraderie with that Spurs team. We knew our, where our bread was butters with the two big boys. And me and Avery, we just didn't mess, didn't have to mess it up. And then we had an elite three-man in Sean Elliott. Did you have an idea that the Spurs had kind of built the foundation for what was going to happen down the line? Of course, Manu and Tony hadn't come yet uh, in 99, uh, and there's no way to kind of project that. But as far as Tim, obviously he was just getting started. You know what was great about being here in 99, Sean's, was seeing the pass of the torch from David Robinson to Tim Duncan. It was wonderful to see. They've been the man for San Antonio forever, and you couldn't hold this bull back. (laughs) Dave said, hey, you got to be the number one guy now. And I remember against Utah, we played the, the, the Jazz, and it was Carl Malone and Duncan, and Duncan dominated them. And from that time, that torch was passed. I said, this is the guy. This is the number one guy. And David, David was robbing and said, whatever you need from me, Big Phil, I'm going to be there to support you. And it was fun as a defender, Sean, because uh, when a guy would go by me, I said, good luck, because you got two seven-footers in the paint <laughs> waiting for you. It, it, was a, it, was, it was great to play with those guys. You could, you could be aggressive at that point, right? Yeah, I, I, was, I was all over guys. Guys would hate me, guard me. I said, good luck, because if, if 50 don't get you, 21 going to get you on the other side. Meet Self. We're the app that helps you build credit and build savings so you can build the life you've been dreaming about. With Self, you can build positive payment history, build your credit score, and get your savings back in the end, minus interest and fees. No credit score necessary to get started. Build stability, build swagger, build your financial freedom. You've got goals. We've got your back while you build your future. Build credit, build savings, build dreams. Download the Self app today. Credit builder accounts made by Lead Bank, South State, and Sunrise Banks NA. Members FDIC and Equal Housing Lenders. Results vary. Details at Self Inc. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my day. <laughs> <laughs> became an assistant coach and you had success as a longtime assistant coach uh, in the NBA. Uh, one of the guys that you coached was Bruce Bowen. And of course, he was a part of the championship teams uh, in 03, 05, and 07. And did he remind you of yourself a little bit, uh, at least in his mindset defensively? Absolutely. You always need that one guy, Sean, that's edgy, that's going to sacrifice to the team, who's going who's to guard the best player, who's going to compete at an elite level. And that was Bruce Bowen. He was the ultimate competitor. Great footwork, was always in tip-top condition. I remember uh, coaching Bruce, and he'll only take two weeks off in the summer, and he'll get right back in the gym. And there's a reason he was able to defend guys at an elite level for 82-game season. It was the reason he was a 40% corner three-point shooter. It was his worth ethic. And he, you always need a guy like that on your team that you don't run plays for, but seems to come up at big moments. At the end of uh, every one of these uh, podcasts, we ask the uh, guests to kind of reflect on the Spurs because this is the 50th anniversary. You see it everywhere you go in, uh, in the arena. Uh, and uh, it's a unique franchise because it started in the old ABA and then uh, was one of four teams to go into the NBA. But when you think of the uh, legacy of the Spurs, uh, Mario, having been part of it, uh, well, what would you say the le legacy of this organization is? Well, as a young man growing up, Shines, I got to tell you, I'm the biggest, biggest George Gervin fan. That was my first, first poster as a young man growing up once I started liking basketball. My man with his legs crossed with the two cue balls. When I see him, I tell him that all the time. Great, great spur. Then you go uh, Dr. K, the Whopper, uh, James Silas. Uh, then you go recent spurs, Elliot, you know, Robinson, Duncan, Ginobili, Parker. I mean, just great lineage here especially as far as the big man. How lucky is Pop to get to have David Robinson and Tim Duncan and maybe get this big boy in this upcoming <laughs> draft in Victor. But just when I put on the silver uh, silver and black, it's just class. Uh, got a chance to play with a Hall of Fame coach and coach with a Hall of Fame coach. Just a great coach, but even better human being than Greg Popovich. 
really learned a lot about the game of basketball and life being part of this organization and still you know, communicate with Spurs people to this day. So I'm just happy these guys asked me to come by here for a 50 if I know I was only here two years, but it was two great fun years. And to be a part of being the, bringing the first championship here meant a lot to me. Uh, I remember that night like yesterday. Uh, I, I wore my uniform that night, Sean's. I did not take my uniform all night. I remember getting back to the hotel at 9 a.m. the next morning. I think our bus was at 10, so I, I, spent, I got an hour to spare. But just seeing the joy and pop, Dave and Sean embracing all they've been through with the Spurs. I remember our battles when I was with the Rockets and us beating them. I thought that 65-win team should have won it that year, the championship, but they ran into a buzzsaw, unfortunately. But now, I mean, five championships later, I mean, you got to say dynasty for sure. This this franchise is definitely part of NBA dynasty. Well, you're part of the legacy as well, Mario. Thanks very much for joining us. We appreciate it. And uh, best of luck in your future. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. That's Mario Ellie. This is the Sound of Spurs podcast. I'm Bill Schoening. So long, everybody. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.